hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. And here we go. Line ball to start this game. Jeremy Loblotsky and John Morassi teeing off on one another. The Toporowski is just pounding away at Robinson. These, we said Toporowski, this is the guy who set a Western Hockey League record for 505 penalty minutes. Well, it's called like it is. Toporowski's a boon. Getting closer. He reaches in a right right back. He's not that Griffin. He's just fought. Stu Griffin. Oh, my goodness. Scott Parker for the KO of Stu Griffin. He- this is one of the best hockey fights we have seen in a long time. Bush tells the linesman, get the heck out of my kitchen. All right, Dexter. He absolutely decked Jim Crate with a wild right. Bashir staggered by a big left hand. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode number 57 of the Five for Fighting podcast. My name is Alec, your host, and this is the show where we focus on the players who drop the gloves and the fans who enjoyed watching them do it. No guests today. It's going to be another solo episode. I'm, I'm sorry I haven't got any, uh, had any guests on lately. I will, uh, I'm trying to schedule one right now. I, I got a guy lined up. He's out on the West Coast, and I think it'll be a lot of fun once he does come on. Uh, I'm supposed to have him on this Sunday, possibly, but I might have to change that. I completely forgot I had some buddies coming in town. So I might have to uh, reschedule that for next weekend, but I do plan on going live with that interview. So chances are it'll be in the morning time or like afternoonish Eastern Standard Time morning time for the Pacific uh, listeners. Um, it'll I'll be going live in the Enforcer Appreciation Group with said player, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. He's really pumped to do the podcast, and um, uh, he brings some great energy. Just in the couple conversations I've had with him on the phone, uh, fantastic guy. So I'm looking, re- I'm really looking forward to get him on. Um, I think you guys will enjoy it, but nonetheless, today we have a couple topics to cover. Uh, one of the big ones I'll cover is the ECHL versus the NHL in terms of speed and skill. Um, uh, that's been debated after I made a post on the Enforcer Appreciation Group. Uh, we got the Tom Wilson. Uh, I feel like Tom Wilson is always on here, and it's not even because he does anything bad. It's because people blow any Tom Wilson incident is used loosely here uh like any clip with tom wilson out of proportion of course and it's against my uh you know beloved lightning as i use beloved very loosely here as well um and of course you know, it was the was it the bolts jolts fucking page on twitter there that's uh i guess they write a couple pieces i've i've had riffs with them in the past uh, about writing a stupid article on oh there you go jay hopefully that scared you off your tractor i know last time you said that noise really fucking scared you uh my computer just wanted me to do an update maybe i should get around to doing that update so it doesn't happen i'm always one of those guys that just clicks remind me later and i hit remind me later for like another two months there it is again oh that's i don't don't even have an android phone i don't know why you want me to do that um (laughs) fucking computers man um but no so it's uh they they wrote it or they didn't write an article it was most for a tweet but back in the day when i got into it with them was when they wrote an article on milan lucic um, it was when I think he was still with the Oilers at the time. So this was a few years back now. And Matthew Joseph was taking liberties all game. And then he did something. Lucic didn't even do anything crazy. 
just shoved him to the ice, basically, and gave him a shove. He didn't even pu- punch him or anything like that. And, of course, this this Twitter page or I don't know what you, they write articles, so I, journalism page. I don't know, whatever. Journalism is used so loosely today on Twitter as well because anybody can write an article and call themselves a journalist, which is unfortunate because then you have people like this who somehow get followers and people buy into this bullshit. So they came out with an article on Lucic saying how, well, one, they like used the fake quotes from him making him sound like a caveman, like, you know, unga bunga type shit. And I'm like, you're serious? like, you're a grown adult and you write this like, oh. It's just fucking eye-rolling. I don't know how people can do that. Uh, but we'll get into it a little bit on their their piece on Tom Wilson. It was at the very end of the game with with Eric Chernak of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, so we'll get to that here in a bit. But the biggest topic, well, I guess I should say this, one more topic I'll go over uh, that I plan on going over today is the incredible stupidity of just NHL team social media accounts. And I'll get into that here in a bit as well. But the biggest thing we'll go over uh, right off the top here is the ECHL versus the NHL um, in terms of skill and speed and everything like that. But before we get into all the topics here, I got to give a quick shout out, of course, to the usual suspects. Uh, Darren over at the fourth line voice. I know he just had Marco Cefalo on for his top five toughest and he did his uh, his Sunday shit show as we all like to as we've all come to love and call it. Um, he just did an episode solo on Sunday, so that's out for this week. I've already listened to it on Monday. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to get into this guy, who is uh, Joe over at the Coliseum Chronicles, the penalty box. Joe does a great job. He is a uh, Islander Enforcer-based podcast. So you have Darren, who's the original Enforcer podcast, who we, uh, I think me and Joe, we press our lips to his ass enough here, so I'm not praising him anymore. And Plus, he's always got some some shit to say about part-time Oli down in Florida there. Uh, you know, It's my nickname now, so... Uh, no, I kid. So Darren does a great job over there. And uh, without Darren, I don't even think my podcast or, or Joe's podcast would exist. So uh, thank you, Darren. Uh, me and Darren bullshit back and forth every day. So please do me a favor. Go check out his channel on YouTube. Uh, same name, Fourth Line Voice. He's got thousands upon thousands of fights ranging from junior to the LNH to the NHL. Any league, it's on there. He's got it covered. Um so go do me a favor, go over and check out Fourth Line Voice on YouTube, and you could also shoot him a friend request over on Facebook. Um, it's spelled out regularly at four, like not not no at symbol obviously, but just Fourth Line Voice spelled out normally, um, no numbers in there because you can't put a number in your name on Facebook. I guess I think unless maybe you're Russian or something. Um, and of course, like I mentioned before, Joe over at the Coliseum Chronicles, he does exclusively Islanders tough guys. So anybody who is in the farm club with the Islanders, whether they are uh, the Sound Tigers or the ECHL club, I forget who it was back in the day. Um, they've had so many, you know, the affiliates change all the time. So um, I apologize that I can't for Islanders fans, if you're listening, that I can't come up with any uh any Islanders names for the affiliate teams, but he just had on uh, Brandon DeFazio, who is he's got part two out, and I have to go back and listen to part one still. I'm I'm starting that saga tomorrow. Um, if I have time in the truck, is when I really like to listen to Joe's stuff because I, I hate if I get busy and keep stopping and starting the podcast. Um, and Joe does the deep cuts. Joe goes very in depth with his podcast. Um, both guys, Darren and Joe, have great back catalogs. So you got Joe over there with, um, you know, Trevor Gillies, Kerry Clark, uh, Mike McWilliam. Uh, he's even had a lacrosse player on, which is a lot of fun to listen to. And then on the other side, you got Darren with uh, Steve McIntyre, John Rasty, Joey Tedarenko. Uh, both those guys, tremendous back catalogs. So do me a favor and go check them out. Um, and uh, you know, Christmas time's coming around. Joe's got some merchandise out. I know. Darren is, uh, he's got a kind of an obsession with Joe's log. Apparently every podcast that, jo, uh, Joe, or excuse me, that every podcast that Darren has, 
Um, he's always talking about Joe's log and Joe's ornaments and his balls. So, I, I mean, I guess Joe must have some good stuff going on over at the Coliseum Chronicle store. So, you can go get you some merch. Um, apparently, <laughs> not in the sense that Joe thinks I have a log. Um, you know, if you don't understand that, then I, I feel sorry for you if what that reference was to. Um, but, no, good guys. So, please do me a favor. Go check out their podcast. Um, and if this, is your, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I thank you very much for tuning in. Um, you know, as by the name and in the intro... Uh, five for fighting, and then of course for the players who dropped the gloves and the fans who enjoyed watching them do it. You can imagine this uh, follows the tough guys and fighters as well, along with the other two podcasts. So um, if this is your first one, I, I thank you for tuning in, and if this is your uh, you know your if you've listened to every episode, I, I thank you as well. Um, you know I, I I know I've been a little bit sporadic here lately on releasing episodes, but um, I was going to initially yesterday, but something came up and I wasn't able to record. I went to go get some lumber for the job site, and uh, if you're in construction, you know that materials are so backed up right now. I had to drive all the way to Tampa for it. I've, I've driven to Tampa so damn much, I'm about sick and tired of it. Um, and sure as shit, I get there. It took him like an hour and a half just to load the truck up, so I had a two-hour drive ahead of me. Uh, it's you know two hours there, two hours back. So, I mean, my whole day consisted of uh, driving this fucking lumber around. So, um, maybe, maybe Joe's log was in there. Who knows? But... No, so I didn't get home till pretty late, and I was going to record yesterday, but I was like, oh, I'll just fucking record tomorrow, and then I'll, this episode will be out Thursday, so it's currently Tuesday, and I'll, I was going to release it tonight, but I figured I'd, I'd wait till Thursday. Thursday's normally my makeup day if I don't get it out on Tuesday, um, so uh, that's when this will be released, so hopefully everybody had a good Halloween. It's the first week after Halloween, and uh, Halloween was this past Sunday. Funny, I forgot it was even Halloween. Um, I don't, maybe it's just because I'm not a kid anymore and <laughs> I completely forgot until I think the wife mentioned it or I think I, my mother happened to call and was asking if we had any trick-or-treaters because we live in the apartment. I was like, fuck, we better not. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. And that's how I guess I know I'm getting up there in age. Um, but no, so hopefully everybody had a good Halloween. If you had kids out there, hope they had a good time and hope they had uh, got a, a nice bag full of candy. So hope everybody had a good little holiday and we can look forward to Thanksgiving coming up. I know Canadian Thanksgiving has already passed, but the American Thanksgiving and then, of course, Christmas and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. So we got a fun holiday season coming up, I think, here. Um, so we'll get into the first topic um, of the ECHL versus the NHL, which I know um, I made a post. Let me see. I'll, pu- I'll pull it up. But in the meantime, I I got to give the, the Everblades their fucking props, man. I, I mentioned this in the post that... Uh, my my kind of love for going to actual hockey games has almost been revived a bit here because um, it's just I they, they've they they hit their scrums after whistles they fight they score goals and it's everything you could want in a hockey game and even the games where they didn't fight again I I have said this so many times on the podcast I don't need to see a fight every game to be happy and leave satisfied from a hockey game. Just show me emotion. And that's what I've gotten every single game so far from the Everblades. And I know it's early on and there's, you know, uh, what has it been? Four, four games. And I, so I know it's still early on and obviously there's still flat games. Hell, even one of the games, it was a little flat towards the third period, but I mean, overall, I'll take that any fucking day. a flat game in the ECHL is miles better than a flat game in the NHL. So, um, let me see about this post here. I know it's I posted it um, in the Enforcer Appreciation Group. Let me see if I could find it. Um, I might have to fucking pause and come back because you probably hear me scrolling like a madman right now. Funny, it got, actually got a, a decent amount more like likes than I thought it would. So I, I didn't think it would be that hard to find, but apparently it is. Um, 
One sec. Let me hold on. We'll pause and I'll get back to you. Real good, real professional podcast I have here. All right. With the power of editing, I'm back here. Here we go. All right. So my apologies for whatever it was. It was like buried in there. It was just recently. It was only two days ago. So I don't know I, the way Facebook groups work. If a post even from like, you know, two weeks ago gets a like, it gets bumped up to the top of the page. So for whatever reason, I'd fuck. It was like buried. Um, probably that asshole Darren posting his damn photos in there. Um, you really stirring the pot with Prober getting punched by a uh, Baumgartner that stirred up the pot and not in the enforcer appreciation group, but, uh, other hockey groups and some asshole was sitting there getting mad at <laughs> me and Darren for calling him a clown. Um, but basically, so the post says it's sad. I've had more fun at four ECHL games. I, than I have in the past seven ish years at an NHL game. And it doesn't even come down to fighting players. Just actually giving a fuck hitting scrums, defending teammates, getting the crowd into it. And it's a far better product in my opinion. And I'll stand by that statement for sure because I've I've had so much fun at these damn games the past four for the four games that I have been to, and you know if you've listened to the podcast for a while you know obviously I bitch and moan about the NHL and I went especially that last Penguins Lightning game that was my like absolute last straw I'm going to one more NHL game that I plan and it's only because for an experience we're going to the outdoor game between the Lightning and the Nashville Predators, but it's because both of our families are going. So my parents and the wife's parents are going, so they invited us. And um, so me, me and Sierra bought our tickets for that. But that'll, that honestly, that's probably the last NHL game I'm going to. I, I really, I, I was so pissed after watching that fucking Penguins game. I couldn't believe I wasted my time going up to that shit. Um, so that's, that's just how I feel about it. It's, it's, I've had so much fun. It's like, again, there's been two games without a fight and I've had more fun at those than I have had even at like the, probably the last NHL game I went to with a fight. I think the last fight I even saw was fucking, uh, who was a Ryan McDonough. I think if I had to take a wild guess, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. The fight was nothing to write home about, but I mean, man, this, this Florida Everblades team have, they haven't won much. They had a really shit bounce the other night against uh, Norfolk and that was unfortunate. They were up three, two. Uh, guy was behind the net and he went to go pass it out and get the breakout pass going happened to go off a Norfolk player skate right into the net um, I missed it I was literally I looked down to grab my beer for two seconds looked up and it, they were celebrating I was like what the fuck happened so that was unfortunate they ended up taking the loss in the shootout but um, from my understanding I know that Everblades are this is the most players they've lost in an offseason I guess in like recent times and uh, when I overheard coach uh, Ra- like it was Brad Ralph talking about the team at training camp um, apparently he, this is like the hardest he's ever tried to recruit players. And this is the, like the least response he's got. So I don't know what the deal is. And I think they've had a riff with the AHL club. I'm, you know, I'm not hundred percent saying that, but I, you know, that's just what I overheard. So I, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Um, which is the Milwaukee admirals, but nonetheless, man, these four games have been such a blast to go to. And of course they, it's minors. So they do some gimmicky shit. Like they got like uh what's Wednesday's $3 hot dogs and $3 beer. So can't go wrong with that. Excuse me. Saturdays are tailgates. You've seen my pictures I post out there tailgate and I brought the father-in-law to the last game. And that was a that was a fun one. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Jake Keerly laid probably one of the best hits I've seen in a long time. And he ended up fighting Noah Corison, who's the son of uh, NHL tough guy Shane Corison. And it's pretty cool. You get to see the NHL tough guys kids playing. So Noah Corison is on the Admirals. And then uh, who is the other guy? Um, I think it's, it's either Darren or Darian. Uh, I, I hope I'm saying that right, Craighead, but son of uh, John Craighead, former guest of the show. Um, so it's cool to see the former tough guys, their kids are playing now, which is awesome. Um, I, I think Coruscant plays more like his dad than Craighead's boy does, which is fine. Uh, Craighead was on the first line, so you know, good for him, and I hope, I hope best of luck to all both of them in their careers. And 
Um, even though Corson was an absolute pest, I loved every second of it. You need players like that in the game. And uh, Norfolk had Anthony Collins, who's their big tough guy, who he's gotten a fight one time this year. And it's funny, I said that too. I'm over here advocating for the league that has a 10 fight fucking limit. <laughs> you know, this is this, this league. Uh, if you've listened to past episodes, I've gone over the, some of the rules around different leagues to curb fighting and the ECHL of all leagues has a 10 fight rule. So if a player gets 10 fights, I think the next one after that is a 10 game or no, not 10 game. I think it's a one game suspension. And then if you fight again, it's two game and then fight again, three. So, so on and so forth. Um, I could be wrong. It might just be a one game suspension after each one, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. So either way, the fact that there's a suspension after 10 fights is ridiculous. When they put that rule in, it was like, I think there was like six people who even had over 10 fights. So it's not like it was an, an epidemic going on in the league. But no, nonetheless, it's been it's been fun. And they they haul ass up and down the ice. I, somebody had said, I'm, I'm not going to say their name on here. Um, you know, I'm, if they listen, I don't mean to call you out. But I, just, I, I feel like this comment is completely wrong. Um, let's see here. It says, it's a spirited game at the ECHL, excuse me, ECHL level, and I enjoy going with. That said, I would have to disagree about it being a better game. It's like watching a game in slow motion compared to the NHL. It's amazing the differences between, excuse me, the difference in speed of the game going down two levels. And, I mean, I don't know what ECHL game you watched because the past two games, or excuse me, past four I've gone to have been speed every time. They're hauling ass up and down the ice. There's no, uh, there's no, like, really slow skating going on that I see anyways and I get it the, I, the ice surface is smaller the, the rink's a little bit smaller on the ECHL so I get that so maybe it looks like they're going faster but in my experience so far from what I can tell the biggest difference is like you know passes and shots maybe aren't quite as crisp as they are at the NHL level so you know you miss a couple more passes and shots go wide more often I think but I mean that's really not a big deal they still hit and they fight and sure as shit, oh, Nico Blackman proved me right, and I was loving every second of him on the ice. So he was patrolling the red line. Uh, what was it, Saturday night? Or Friday? No, excuse me, it was Friday night. He was patrolling the red line. Um, or no, I can't remember. One of the nights, I think it might have been Wednesday, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It was the first game. I was. I thought he was going to start. He was patrolling the red line out in warm-ups, and that's something you don't see anymore in the NHL, maybe with Curtis Gabriel last year. But, I mean, who else is going to do that? And you get Nico Blackman coming in there and – patrolling the red line it's like shit like that fuck you don't see that in the nhl anymore and he's sitting there chirping at him trying to get anybody to stir you know stir the pot he's talking with anybody and everybody from norfolk um because he knows what he's there for and he ended up uh he was a healthy scratch that game and a healthy scratch on friday saturday gets put in and i brought my father-in-law to the right game because there was that big hit by jake keerley in the uh the beginning of the game so sure as shit fights Noah Chorus, and after that, pretty good tilt in the corner. I got uh, I, every every Blades fight so far that's uh, that's at home. I'm gonna try to put on YouTube. Um, so I apologize if sometimes it's getting a little bit late in the fight, or not. I won't say late in the fight, but if I miss the first few punches thrown, I literally sit there with my phone in my hand waiting for a fight to happen, just because um, we're doing this for a year. So I kind of told Darren that, like you know, I'm going all in for for a single year. This is my last Urag getting to watch minor hockey. I'm I'm here for it. I'm actually going to like a fucking fan club meeting after this too. Uh, so I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so, I mean, I'm all in for it. And I, I've enjoyed every second of it so far. And then after that is when uh, Blackman squared up with, oh man, this guy's name is hard to pronounce. Uh, I think it's like Ordobe or Dobie. Um, something that, I'm sorry, I'm probably mispronouncing that, but they had a really good fight and, you know, Blackman, very undersized hit kids all hard. I got to give him credit. And, um, he got buckled at first and then he gets right back up and keeps throwing. So, I mean, it was, 
it was awesome. I haven't seen fights like this in, in years. And again, I'm not going just specifically to see fights. If I get a fight in a hockey game, that's just a bonus. But it's the emotion. The emotion is what sells the game. So to say it's not as good of a product, I don't know what you're watching, man. I have no clue. The NHL is so emotionless. That Penguins lightning game was fucking terrible. And the most emotion we got the other night, which was yesterday from the lightning. I haven't watched, I, I haven't watched a lightning game since that penguins game. They, my, <laughs> my lightning fandom is, is about shot down at this point. Um, even if they win the cup again, I just don't give a fuck. I don't. Um, but that was the most action we got. And it wasn't even a fight. It was just a fucking quick little cross check and a, a small spear at the end of the game with 0.5 left. And, that was all you got. But emotion is, is what sells the game at the end of the day. And I, I don't think the ECHL is slower. All these guys are coming straight out of junior. You got Nico Blackman from, uh, you know, you got him from the Q. And then you have Cody McDonald who came up from the dub and went to college. So you you can't be slow playing that in those leagues. I'm sorry, you just can't be. So I, I don't know what illusion is out there saying that it's slower than NHL. Like it, to, to say it looks in slow motion is just it, – it's needless exaggeration so i don't know what you're watching man but the echl is fucking awesome and i actually i will say this this is the first time i'm doing this i this is i i encourage anybody out there to watch some echl hockey if you can pick a team uh it doesn't matter at this point i'm trying to think of ones that are have some toughness i know i mean the florida's got pretty much three three guys i think newber's their their big heavyweight uh i mean i'm a huge kyle newber fan really old school guy and uh, I was telling, talking about this with Darren last night. He was kind enough to send me some Nuber pictures over. Um, I'm going to try to get him signed down the line here. Um, but he's got no reason to fight in the league and uh, do what he does, and he still did an opening night versus Travis Howe of uh, Jacksonville. So it's been a lot of fun. I, so the, the NHL you know, could pound sand from here on out for me. I, I honestly think I'll probably end up buying the ECHL package um, whenever we move to North Carolina next year and continue following the Everblades. So... I'm here for it. I, I'm all in for the season, and I can't wait to see what else comes uh, throughout the season because it's it's a whole lot of fun. And I, I think the father-in-law had a great time too. He was he was laughing because I, I told him before the game because you know he obviously knows I run the podcast, but he was like, you know, what uh, what players should I watch? I said, all right, watch you know thirteen or excuse me, watch number twelve. That's Blackman. I said 25. Well, we had to see the lineup. Newber wasn't out there for warm up, so he was just a healthy scratch for the night. And then Cody McDonald, who Cody McDonald was more so of a, t- he's not necessarily just a, a strictly a fighter like uh, like Blackman is really. I mean, that's pretty much his sole purpose, which I'm here for. That's fucking awesome that they still employ a guy like that, um, especially at the minors. It's like you know, how can you not love him? And he pipes up the crowd after the fights and shit. I I was pissed at myself when I stopped the recording the fight the other night of him. He uh, he was playing up to the crowd. And I was like, fuck, I. I Hit stop record too early, so that part's not in the video. But he was definitely out there, um, you know, putting on a show, which was great. And then McDonald, who, like I said, isn't necessarily a strictly a fighter, but a great player as well. But he'll, he'll be a pest, and he's uh, he'll mix it up when he has to. He fought a dude who was six nine in the preseason, and I mean, he he got two points for his first game. So I mean, congratulations to him. Hopefully, I can see him tonight at the uh, the little fan club meet. What basically what it is? It's a tour of the locker room, so that would be a lot of fun. And from what I understand, the rookies are supposed to go there and give you the tour a little bit. So I'm hoping to see Blackman and McDonald down there. Um, maybe just bullshit with them for a second. Um, I know Darren said I should get some of them on the pod. That'd be great too. I'd love, I'd love to get, get them on the podcast somehow. I'm, I'm sure shit Blackman would do it. I guarantee that a kid just, he loves to fight. And we went over there in between, in between periods. And, uh, yeah, I'd had a few beers of me cause me, we were tailgating in the, uh, Saturday's tailgate day. So tailgate starts at five, you got live music or whatever. So me and 
me and the father-in-law brought a cooler and we just started fucking pounding some bush in the parking lot and go over there. I think it was after it was after the first period after Blackman already fought and we're over there and you could see him. He was just waiting. He was kind of getting amped up for the second period because the tunnel was right over there uh, in the concourse area. You can go to if you go enough over to the corner, you can see all the players and we're over there. It's, you know, fucking rights, Blackman, let's go. And you can tell the kid was just fucking loving it. So it was a good time. Um so this has definitely, you know, resurfaced my love for hockey, and it's a little bit of a resurgence for me. So I've loved every second of it. And uh, like I said, I can't wait to see how the season goes, whether they win or lose. It's it's a great time. Um, so we'll move on from that topic. I just It's just funny for me to see that the NHL is apparently worlds better than the ECHL, which, I mean, yes and no at the same time. Obviously, the playing is better, but to say it's it, that much faster, I don't think so. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I, you know, it is what it is, but. All right, so the next topic we'll cover here is, and I'm looking at you fucking Hurricanes here. Of course, the Hurricanes, and uh kills me that they're doing fucking great this year so far. From what I can tell, it was the, I think they're the only undefeated team in the month of October. Which, I mean, hey, good for them, but I just still think the storm surge and shit is fucking stupid. But their social media account is the absolute worst. And it seems like this with a lot of NHL accounts, man. I don't know what it is, but it's like they're all, and we and Darren were talking about it, I think they're all run by, like, high school interns or college kids. Like, I don't understand it, man. Um, One sec here. Let me get a swig of uh, soda. Um, I feel like they're all run by, like, high school kids or college kids. It's just they're all just so cringy with the shit that they post. You know, the blah, 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 blah. That's it. That's the tweet. Oh, okay. Or it's, I don't know. And then the even Hurricanes, if I'm the fucking Montreal Canadiens, the next game I have versus the the uh, Hurricanes, I'm going to punch somebody's fucking teeth in if I was them, I swear. So everybody talks about the social, that's the problem now with the NHL. All the chirping is done on fucking Twitter and social media. None of it's done on the fucking ice. Nobody gives a shit. But it's all done on social media. How many times that the Hurricanes have sat there and tried to troll the uh, Canadians? Fuck, they came out with a website. They literally bought their own web domain. Did the hurricane, or excuse me, did the Canadians win tonight? And the fucking, you know, you click on the link and the screen pops up and says no. If I'm the Canadians, my God, I, I don't know how you don't run a guy's head into the fucking boards. Like, that's just, it's so insulting to your fucking hockey club. And you're going to sit there and just take it. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. And people just buy into it because it's the newer age fan, right? And the sad part is a lot of them are fucking people my age, and it's just the worst. But if that shit ever popped up for my hockey team, obviously if I'm in a professional league, I'm not talking about beer league. I swear, <laughs> there should be a fucking line brawl next game. I'm sorry. I'm not saying go out and absolutely injure somebody or go fucking kill somebody and you know end their career. But send a message. Don't Let them know that that shit ain't going to be tolerated. Whether or not you win or lose, who gives a shit? Just let them know that don't be doing the fucking dumb shit. I don't know how people can sit there and say, oh, man, this is troll job A1. Like, oh, man. It's just embarrassing that all this shit is done off the ice now. Could you imagine doing that shit to the St. Louis Blues when Tony Twist and Kelly Chase were on the team at the same time? What would happen to that team the next time the Blues met up with them? You'd fucking you'd have to mop up the ice. It wouldn't even be a it wouldn't even be a question. They would go out there. Hell, fuck, they'd, there'd probably be some call-ups from uh, Peoria at the same time too, just for that one game. Who gives a shit? Send a message to them. So it's just. All the social media now, it's all just so cringy. I just don't understand it. And again, people just eat it up. So I don't know. You can go back and look at it. I don't know if the website is still up, but if you look at the Hurricanes past tweets, you can see it. So 
that's just it's really like it's just nauseating it really is but um the next thing we'll talk about here is the Tampa Bay Lightning and Washington Capitals game that happened last night and something happened and it's not even that big of a deal it gets blown out of proportion as does anything with Tom Wilson for whatever reason hockey twitter just thinks he's mean so everything he does should result in a 47 game suspension apparently so it was like 0.5 seconds left. Apparently, Chernak was running around. I didn't watch the game, but from what I can tell with tweets, even some Lightning fans were saying Chernak was, uh, you know, running around taking liberties a little bit, which, you know, he's known to do a bit in today's hockey. And so at the end of the game, Tom Wilson goes up to him. They're, they're squared off at the faceoff. Or, excuse me, they're next to each other at the faceoff. And nothing happens Chernak has his stick in between Wilson's legs and he doesn't like full on spear him, but he lets he basically gives him a little cup check and he knows he's there, uh, you know, or he lets Wilson know he's there. So Wilson comes down with the cross check on. I, I couldn't tell from the I, if there's a side angle, I'd have to get a better view at it. Um, but you could see where he cross checks down towards like his forearm. I don't know if he hit the stick or his forearm. Either way, it was right where an elbow pad is. It wasn't like he hit him right where there was nothing. And this Bullet Stoltz page just has to go and lose their shit. This trash play by Wilson and blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is the shit that we always talk about with Tom Wilson. It's just, it's a broken record for everybody. And seriously, like, so what? You just, if that was, if the shoe was on the other foot and Wilson was doing that to Chernak with his stick in between his legs, you'd want Wilson's head taken off. I fucking guarantee it because you're just a fanboy on your your fucking lightning page. It's so nauseating. I find, I, I I texted my buddies because all my buddies um or a few of my buddies are huge Capitals fans, and I sent them a screenshot of that, and I was like, I fucking hate lightning fans. I really do. And I mentioned this last I think last episode, kind of like the demographic that the lightning go for, uh now, and I get why, and it does work, but it just I. I'm mad that it works and it's more so like the millennials, um, which again, it's my age, but they've been a big fan for, you know, four years. So they look at Tom Wilson, like he's, you know, Link Gates or some shit, which is not true at all, but this page. And then I called him out for it. And if, oh, and then they have to have the, oh yeah, our team or my team is what it was. Oh yeah. I forgot Bolt Stoltz is going to be in the lineup next game to uh, go after Tom Wilson. Like, give me, I, I can't stand that. My team or us, or we, you're not on the fucking team. Stop that shit. You aren't out there. You're, 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 just cause you call him stammer or pointer. Doesn't mean you're part of the fucking team. This illusion that just because you're some super fan, and, you know, our team and us, oh, they were taking liberties on us. Oh, okay. You went out there. So you make it sound like you're going to be out there next shift going after Wilson, which I guarantee you just shit yourself if that was the case anyhow. But it's just, it's so nauseating, man. I don't, it's, it, it's ridiculous. Let me see. And he, of course, he had a bad, the only thing he had to say, and Darren even got into it with him. And I think uh, all he had to say was just like, oh, you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. It's like, no. I'm not mad. I'm just calling you out for <laughs> your stupidity. But naturally, they don't know what to say. So it's just, you're mad. You're mad. And send gifts. And people are just so, people just eat it up because it's like the millennial thing to do, I guess. I don't know. But um, you can look it up. The hit, cross check, whatever you want to call it. It was a fucking nothing play. And it's nothing. Sh- Honestly, at the end of the day, Give them both a roughing call. Call it a day. There's no fucking crying needed. There's zero crying needed from either side. 
It was just a quick little scrum that happened between two players at the end of a fucking game. Give them two minutes, call it a day. You don't even need to call a penalty, actually, because the game was over. So who gives a shit? It was just, you know, getting under each other's skin. It's literally all it was. But people, oh, he's just mad because he's losing. No, he's mad because his stick got put in between his fucking legs from Chernak. That's exactly what he's mad about. If you poke the bear and don't expect anything to happen, you're fucking stupid. So I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just another reason to just hate <laughs> modern-day NHL, I guess. I don't know. Um, so hopefully... I'm making sense here, and I'm, I don't come across as a bitter asshole. It's just this stuff. It, you see it so often on, on hockey Twitter now, and it's like glorified. It's just it's embarrassing, honestly. It really is. So um, I'm sure Darren will get more into this, and um, I'm, I'd like to do a live episode later on this Friday. I don't know what the uh, topics I'm going to cover are yet, but I'm going to definitely make something happen. Um, we'll have to see. I, I got to see what time my buddy's coming to town. If, if they come in early on Friday, then I, I won't be able to do a live episode. Um, and this will be, of course, in the Enforcer Appreciation Group on Facebook. So I encourage you to go join those. Um, if you'd like to follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, uh, you can check it out. Just search Five for Fighting Podcast. It'll come up on everything. Um, also, I encourage you to check out my YouTube channel. I have certain little clips. I'd like to make more. i got to go through the old podcast episodes, listen for clips, and put fight clips up with like that interview snippet. Um, I actually really enjoy doing it. It's just a matter of, uh, honestly, I hate going back and listening to my own voice. I never go back and listen to my own podcast. The only time I do, I might for like 10 seconds just to make sure audio levels are fine. And then other than that, I, I never go back and re-listen to interviews. So um, maybe if you want, you can go look at the YouTube channel. I've got the fight videos, the three fights that have happened this this year so far with the Everblades uh, between Newber, Kearley, and uh, Blackman. So all three of those fights are up there. 1080p, 60 frames per second. Pretty solid recording for an iPhone, I think. So that's a lot of fun. Um, please rate and review the show. Uh, it really helps the podcast grow. Whether you think I deserve one star for being a bitter asshole or you know you agree that um, the NHL is just a circus now, uh, give me five stars by all means. Get right on ahead. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope to catch everybody at the next episode. Hopefully, if I do go live, I catch you at the live episode. Uh, I think... My time starting for live episodes just so the West Coast can catch up, you know, just so I can get the extra like three viewers and a burglar that might happen to come in when somebody left their computer open. Um, I think the starting time will be 10 o'clock is what I'll make it from now on. That way everybody has time to kind of get off work, eat supper and do whatever. So, um, but anyways, guys, take her easy. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, hope to catch you at the live episode and episodes in the future. You Thank you, everybody, fight. and I'm You got